in order to understand the barrow grossman model we have to take up the analytical framework the following discussion utilizes a simple aggregative framework which involves three economic goods labor services consumable commodities and fiat money and two forms of economic decision making unit firms and households labor services are the only variable input into the pr production process other inputs have a fixed quantity no alternative use and zero user cost consumable commodities are the only form of current output there is no investment money is the only source of value and it also serves as a medium of exchange and unit of account the nominal quantity of money is exogenous and constant you are supposed to write all the above information in an assumptions so first we will write uh, the assumptions um, of the disequilibrium model in the second part we will discuss about what uh, role the firm plays firm demand labor and supply commodities they attempt to maximize profit households supply labor and demand commodities and money balances so there is a, a circulation of uh, uh, income and services going on in the economy they also receive the profit of the firms according to a predetermined distribution pattern households attempt to maximize utility each firm and household is an automatic competitor in the market for both commodities and labor in the next paragraph we will before talking about barrow grossman model we have to talk about pattington model now following pattington 1956 and 65 each of the flow variable in the model commodities labor services and the increment of money balances if for is for simplicity expressed as the quantity which acquires over a finite unit of time say a week so that each assumes the dimension of a stock the model thus includes the following variable now i will give you the variables and the theory there is a small y which stands for quantity of commodities please write this down in your notebooks small y is equal to quantity of commodities small x is equal to quantity of labor services small m is equal to increment to real money balances in commodity unit capital m is equal to initial stock of nominal money balances initial stock of nominal money balances is capital m capital p is equal to money prices of commodities money prices of commodities there is a small w which stands for real wage rate in commodity units then there is a pi uh, there is a pi sign which is equal to the quantity of real profit in commodity so in total you are going to write uh, seven variables mentioning all the what all these variables stands for so we, i will repeat there is a small y which is equal to quantity of commodities 
x which is equal to small x which is equal to quantity of labor services small m which is equal to increment to real money balances in commodity units small pi which is uh, uh, pi which is equal to quantity of real profits in commodity units capital m initial stock of nominal money balances capital p money prices of commodities and w real wage rate in commodity units Throughout the following discussion, the method of analysis is to take a particular vector of the price level and real wage rate as given, and to work out the level of income and employment implied by that vector. This procedure represents a non-Marshallian or Keynesian extreme, and following John Hicks may be denoted as the fixed price method. The analysis does, of course, have uh, the analysis. Thus, of course, have implications for the appropriate specification of the forces making for changes in prices and wages. Paddington analysis of the labor market is the next part which uh, it will follow. So, before writing about Barrow and Grossman disequilibrium model, we have to discuss the model of the Don Paddington, and then we can only only then we can shift on to Barrow-Grossman model. Uh, according to Paddington, consider the behavior of the representative firm under the provisional assumption that it regards profit maximization as being constrained only by the production function. In particular, the firm perceives that it can purchase all the labor which it demands and sell all the output which it supplies at the existing level of small w and p. Now write down the equation. Thus profits are given by pi is equal to small y raised to the power s minus wx. Now in this case w will be small, x will be small raised to the power d. Now where the subscripts indicate supply and demand. So s stands for supply and d stands for demand. Assuming the production function to be y is a function of x. With positive and diminishing marginal product, profit maximization implies x raised to the power d which is equal to x raised to the power d multiplied by w. Now w as we have already discussed stands for small w stands for real wage rate. Such that partial f divided by partial x which is equal to w and y raised to the power s is a function of x raised to the power d. So you have to understand that they are trying to clarify two things. Uh, what uh, sig um, what uh, signifies um, x raised to the power d and uh, x raised to the power d they says is multiplied by real wage rate and how do you get y raised to the power s which is actually a function of x raised to the power d Paddington gave two concepts in 1956 and 1965 contrast the above to a situation in which commodity are in excess supply Voluntary exchange implies that actual total sales will equal the total quantity demanded. The representative firm uh, will not be able to sell its notional supply by raised to the power s. Let y represents its actual demand, determined sales where y is less than y raised to the power s. Then the profit maximization problem becomes simple simply to select the minimum quantity of labor necessary to produce output quantity y. In other words, the firm maximizes pi is equal to y minus wx raised to the power d dash. 
subject to y is a function of x the variable x d dash may be denoted as the effective demand for labor